Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo eSports podcast. This is episode uh, 57 for the week of January 29th, 2019. My name is Josh, a.k.a. JK Fire, and today I'm joined by the man in the Strongholds t-shirt from the Halo World Championship 2016, Will, a.k.a. I am Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you on this frigid-ass Monday afternoon? I'm doing all right. How are you? It's cold outside, Will. It is. It's very it, cold. It's snowy outside, Will. It's supposed to get colder the next two days. I fucking hate Minnesota at this time of year. They already canceled school for Tuesday and Wednesday. They did. Now, if only they could cancel work. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's only fair. Right? I mean... Yeah, why are all these kids getting off this school shit? Back in my day, we only had the cold days. I mean, that's what Tuesday and Wednesday are going to be, but, you know. Yeah. Why can't we have I work off? I think they only let us off once in my... In high school, in right? In high school. It was a cold day. Yeah. For, because the windshield was so bad. Yep. Yeah. Only one. For those who don't know, Will and I went to the same high school, so that's why I, that's why I know what he's talking about. <laughs> I mean, it could sound weird for someone that doesn't know. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. So how are you? It's fine. Yeah? It's, it's Monday... But it's podcast day. It is. It is. The work. Monday's always, it's, it's the thing. You go back to work. It sucks. Yeah. But then you get off work and it's like podcast. Here we go. Yep. Let's do it. We could talk about some Halo. What's Hell better yeah. than that? Exactly. Jack shit. That's what. <laughs> All right, Will. Do you want to know what's coming up on this well, episode? What do, we, what do we got this week? Well, Will, we got a Tox roster change happening that you're going to be talking about. In La Rostermania. Then we have, uh, so in the Will's Adventures of, uh, within the Haloverse. Okay. Let me just, let me just say this. We, we played a demo of a game that wasn't really a demo of a game. But we're going to talk about that demo that's not a demo of a game. It's going to be exciting. I'm excited to hear your actual thoughts, Will, so I can bring you some more hot takes. Then, we have plenty more news to cover. Um, a lot of tournament recaps to actually go over, including a lot of Halo Draft League matches. Um, we have an absolute shit ton of community creations to go over. And finally, we're going to give an introduction into next week's actual topic. Because, sorry to say, we don't have a real topic for this week's episode. Because we think it's going to be long enough without one. And I wanted to give everybody enough time for next week's. It's going to be a fun one. But Will... What do we normally start the show off with? Rostermania! All right, let's do it. It's Rostermania. So this week, as Josh stated, we have a Tox roster shakeup. So the new roster is Snakebite, Lethal, APG, and in is Royal 2, see you later, Eco. He's moved on. Um... Maddie Rums posted this over on 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 at noobcombo.com. I guess same it's the difference. same. Yeah. Um, with Frosty moving to Call of Duty and Royal Two originally saying he wouldn't be competing, everyone was wondering what would happen to the Tox Gaming roster now that Halo Five has concluded. When UGC's Halo Classic was announced, the duo of Lethal and Snakebite were joined by Eco and APG, formerly of Splice and Renegades. The team went on to take first place in the tournament. Before the event, Royal Two had stated that he would, in fact, be competing in Snakebite had confirmed that he would be playing under the Tox banner. Snakebite had also mentioned that the player he would be replacing knew the situation going into the event, so there would be no hard feelings. 
It is now confirmed via Royal 2 that he has joined the squad and replaced Eco, making the roster Snakebite, Lethal ABG, and Royal 2. But what about Eco? So over on HCS Leaks, it was posted, looks like Eco is going to GMS in place of Zerka because they were scrimming against Denial with that squad. Thoughts on the Eco move to GMS? What happens to Zerka? I mean, I mean, Eco's a great player. Zerka's a great player. I don't see... GMS did well at the last event. They wanted to do better, obviously. Um, I think they were expecting at least a top two finish in that tournament, and it didn't happen for them. Yeah. So I think by picking up Eco, if they do end up actually confirming to pick up Eco in place of Zerka, I think they might have a better chance... That's not to say anything bad against Zerka, because obviously he's a great player. They, they went really far in that tournament. It's just, I think, with Eco being the more established player, I think that's where that comes into play. But at the same time, individual skill doesn't mean shit in a team game. It means some, but not to the extent of a team game. Yeah. So you need... is If, they, if, they, if they're a cohesive unit, right? If they're a cohesive unit with Eco in their, in their team, in their squad then I can see them doing great things. All right. And then last thing to note here, the free agents list for the next two events, um, DreamHack Dallas, and I'm forgetting the other one off the top of my Gamers head. Gamers Forgiving. Gamers Forgiving, thank you. Yep. Um, it's posted over on noobcombo.com. So if there's anyone who's looking for a squad or has a team of three that needs one, go check out that spreadsheet. It's a great tool to form your team for these events. Hell yeah. And we'll be paying attention to it week in, week out. In case there's any big things that happen, we'll let you guys know too. Um, Will, do you have any thoughts on the whole talk situation that happened? Because they, they knew it was coming, but still kind of a big change. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad to see Royal 2 back and competing. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Um, you know, I like that they came out and said, hey... He knew this change was coming. This was kind of the stipulation. It's great that there's that clarity and communication between the players and the, the org. I yes. guess Tox is kind of their own org at this point. But but they're setting that precedence. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's great to see. It is. And I'm happy I'm happy that APG's still on that roster. Yeah. I'll, I feel like this will be... Okay, with Snakebite, Lethal, and Royal 2, they've been playing together forever. They have that cohesion. Yep. Um, during the Classic, when... Um, you know, denial was kind of bringing it, bringing that heat in that first yeah. series. Um, you know, APG's play, I would say APG and Eco showed that they can get a little rattled in those situations that they were not doing as well. I feel like bringing Royal Two in for Eco is going to solidify that team, and then APG can be that guy who goes and does crazy things while the rest of the team holds it down. I definitely think, and we've talked about this in the past, I definitely think that people are done like over, just overlooking APG, okay? They should be, yeah. They, they, absolutely, they should be. And if they're they're not, like, what the fuck are you doing? Come on. He's, he's established. He's well-known. Everybody knows what he's capable of. He did really well in five, believe it or not. And he just continually is able to improve. And the fact that you're still able to improve and you've been competing for how long? Like that's that's a testament to his that to his like his willpower, his go getting attitude, his drive to want to succeed. And I see nothing but great things for that squad, especially with Royal Two back on it. 
Yep. And uh, also, you got to look at, you know, if people were still sleeping on APG, why would Tox go get him if, you know, he didn't have it? Obviously, he has plenty an overabundance of talent to be there. So yeah. And they're best friends too. So, there you go. So it's just that cohesion, like you were yep. talking about it. It's just there. It's ready like, to go. I'll when, when we did the halo bowl. Yes. This last year. Yep. I know I'm not as individually skilled as the rest of us. Doesn't you know, matter. The rest of them, but just the way me, you, Brian and Silos, Silos, yeah. Played together. I don't know why I'm spacing on names already. This is not going to be a good, luckily uh, roster mania is a short one. Yeah. So. Um, the way we just played together and we worked together, yeah. it, it just felt right. Mm-hmm. And there's, I think there's something to be said about a team that just clicks like that. So I don't know if I'm... <laughs> Anybody else who's in the Halo Bowl, I apologize in advance if I'm not supposed to talk about this right now. But uh, I will say this. We, we had we had a Discord call about what Halo Bowl... What we're, I believe we're calling it three. Um, the, the talk, one of the topics of discussion was whether or not it's going to be called three or four. Oh yeah. And then with like a, a, uh, yeah, you know what I'm trying to say? Um, I think we decided on three and then, like I said, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk. Fuck who cares? Uh, it's going to be Halo five again, competitive settings. Okay. Which means we're good. Yeah. I mean, there's plenty of time for that to change. Nothing's set in stone yet. Right. And we, we still have, we still, we're. We believe we have a date set and everything, but we're still, we're ironing out all the details, but we got the ball rolling and that's what matters. Okay. I'm excited for the future announcements. We'll, we'll leave it at that for now. Well, there's one other thing I want to say. Okay. Either way, I'm going to shit on Tasman. Oh no. So that's, that's Josh's one goal. That's where I'll leave that. Oh, he's calling them out already. No, they, uh, we're going to talk about, actually, I'll wait till the news. I'll wait till the news. I'll I'll say my other thing. Okay. It's all in good fun. Yeah, of course. Of course. Um, it is all in good fun. All right. I need, to, I need to get back on Halo 5 and practice up. We need to get the squad back together. Brian's busy as shit, though. Yeah. That's, uh, he's, got, he's got some big things on the pi- in the he pipeline does. right now. So we'll see. we'll see what happens. But it's yeah, going to be that, a good uh, time. That's, that's all we have for Roster Mania this week. Well, then, Will, with Roster Mania in the backseat, it's time to take a quick trip looking out the back rear view window there towards uh cod and other games watch what do we got will there's nothing to report at this time you know you know what happens when you like go through a really really small town and people always say you blink and you and you're and you pass it yeah that's exactly what happened to cod and other games watch yeah and it's because we had you know all those people jumping over at once and there's not a lot of movement going on now Nope. Maybe uh, we take the segment out until there's actually a COD event, and then we can revisit what happened with those Halo players then. I think the next one's, like, right around the corner, too. So. Maybe well, I just like saying the soundbite, Will. I know you like saying the soundbite. You don't need to convince me. <laughs> no, I understand. We, we should probably we take do, it out. We do. It's, yeah, blink and you miss it. It's, it's a quick segment every week. So. You know what? I'll say something about this segment. What's that? Congrats again to Frosty. There you go. <laughs> oh, man. Um, all right, with that, with that non-existent segment out of the way, it's time for Will's Adventures with the Lovers, and now mainly other games, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so I need to get back into playing 
Halo campaign. Halo 4 and Halo 5. I need to get through them. I just need to do it to do it. It's going to happen eventually. Josh is giving me the look like, hey, I'll jump in on that. I want to play Halo 2. So it's, it'll happen soon. It should happen soon. Yeah. Um, we should just like steamroll through 4 together. Let's do, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, yeah. Maybe do a... I said it before. We should do a HCS Pro Talk stream of it. We should. Of us two rolling through 4. Of all of them. And five. All of... I've already been through one, two, and three. I'm good. Legendary. Never... All skulls on. We're doing the lasso playlist at MCC. Let's go! Let's go! I'm just kidding. We're not fucking touching that. Are you kidding me? It would take forever. It wouldn't even take... It would would take longer than forever. (laughs) Like, if forever had a definitive, like, end time frame, it would take longer than that. That's... That's... I have zero confidence in myself to do lasso. Zero. (laughs) All right. Well, we'll have to run through the last two games I have. Yeah. Eventually. Did you play through ODST? No. We could jump through that, too. Yeah. It's not a bad story. Like, ODST doesn't have a bad story. All right. So that's future dates. Be on the lookout for that. And Halo Wars. Halo Wars, too. And Halo Wars, too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, And Halo Spartan Assault. Oh, no. Okay, but for games I played this week, Josh. And Halo Spartan Strike. So we did MCC because of the community play date. And Halo Atari 2600. I'm just kidding. Go ahead, yeah. We played MCC, yep. Um, we'll talk about the Anthem demo when we get to your segment because sure. I feel like you have more to say on this and have questions for me. You can talk more about the MCC, though, because this is the first community play date you've been in in a few weeks now because of hockey. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was um, it was interesting. Toot toot. That was the best part. It was our last map was um, was it sand trap? Sand trap. We were just in the freaking elephant the whole time. I I grabbed. I kept grabbing the uh, the Turret. turrets and just freaking shooting that and popping shots at whatever I could. I love that shit so much. It's Josh been so was just, long. Just going around the outside of the map, screaming toot toot toot, toot. the entire time. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. The more we play casual classic Halo, the more I don't like it. Yeah? I'm I'm a fan of like Halo 3 competitive settings and all that. But I don't know. It's just not. You ain't liking the swords? Yeah. The the (laughs) casual stuff's just like, I I don't know. I'm so into that competitive side. No, it's, I I understand completely. I understand completely. Um. I did have fun with that random ass oddball on the Halo One map with all the fucking crazy, all the teleporters. Yeah, I came in third. I was happy about that. Yep. I got decent with the. I felt decent with the Halo One pistol. I'm sure you put me up against anyone with with sort of that skill level or that practice in it. Well, it's what Paul she was talking about in the interview, where it's it's a different aiming style. Yeah. You know, it's it's a it's a different aiming convention between one, two, three, and four. So really all of them, well, it's yeah, all different. basically. Yeah. So, so yeah, no, but, um, I get, I don't like, so I don't want to say don't like, but I'm not a fan of those, that style of play that we were doing. Sure. Um, I get really bored on BTB. Okay. I don't know what it is. I just, I, I, I don't know. 
but I enjoy hanging out with you guys. I enjoy playing with you guys. That's the fun in it for me. Yeah. Just being with, you know, hearing all those shenanigans that go on. Hearing all the shit talking towards me. Oh yeah. It's <laughs> great. It's great. Keep it coming guys. Heavy. Um, I see you. <laughs> Justin, I see you. But yeah, no, it, it was, it's still a, I'm, it's still a fun time hanging out with the group. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like I said, we'll talk about Anthem in a little bit. Then I did some uh, Sea of Thieves this week. How did that go? Well, um, let's see. I, sh- I think I streamed it on Tuesday or Wednesday. Okay. Um, it was fun. Sailed around. Did some shenanigans with Dom and Nick. Yep. Um, I think we completed a skull fort, turned in. Um, yesterday, though. Yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yes, it was yesterday. Yesterday. Um, I was like, you know what? Dom's not on. Nick's not on. But I really want to play some Sea of Thieves. Yeah. I'm going to queue in with randos. Uh-oh. So the first team I queued in on, mm-hmm. there was four of us. Okay. Hop on the boat. Start sailing off to do whatever. Yep. And three of them disconnect. And I'm my by myself on a galleon. See ya. Oh my God. I'm not saying, I'm not, no, it wasn't happening. No, I understand that. Um, second game I connected to was a bunch of French dudes, which seemed like they didn't completely understand English. Sure. They asked me like, Hey, are you good at the game? And very broken down. And I said, yeah, I'm decent. Right. To them being decent means you're dressed. So they didn't understand. So they were like, it, it was a whole thing. I just left because the communication wasn't going to be there. Third group I get into. Here we go. Um, another f- full squad. It's four of us. Um, it's like two. I would say they. Okay. So obviously I couldn't see them, but their voices sounded like I would put them late 20s, early 30s, kind of in my age range, you know, and then like a 13 year old kid. The 13-year-old kid was actually, he wasn't over the top like you run into a lot of the times. He was actually decent. And what he did is he actually went and purchased an Athena quest and threw it down for us. Wow, okay. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. It cost, we're, none of us are quote-unquote pirate legends yet. Sure. None of us have that um, amount of money to purchase one. Okay. So he bought one, threw it down. So you have to you have to buy these quests. Yep. So. Okay. So in Sea of Thieves, yeah. the whole thing is gaining reputation. Yep. So as you complete quests and you get those chests, when you turn them in, you gain not only money, but reputation for that guild okay. or for that se- section, whatever you want to call it. Yep. So there's merchants, there's um, gold hoarders, and then there's order of souls. You have to be rank 50 in each to get a... Um, to be able to get a Athena quest. Um, I'm only like rank 20s in all three. And the other guys I was playing with were only like 25 to 30. So they're, they, you know, halfway there. Yeah. This kid must, he must be playing a lot. Um, so what he did is he, he knew that he couldn't play with us the whole time. He had to get off for dinner. He's 13. I understand. Yep. Makes um, sense. Which one great. That's good parenting. You know, stop playing video games. You're going to come and sit and eat dinner with us. I think that's good. That, I, that was the same thing in my house. To so say, I agree, hopefully I can do that too. I agree with that. Yep. So 
Um, no, he threw down the Athena quest. He helped us with the first couple islands. And he's like, all right, guys, I got to go. Um, so we're down to three. We sail around for a while. We're working on this island. Um, we get one done. We get another. And this last one, like, it just, it was one of the ones with the, um, like, it's just a riddle on a map. And you have to be on the island and find the different spots to be in. And we spent forever looking for this symbol on the side of a rock and we knew it was drawn. Um, it was so frustrating because during Athena quest, the exploding barrel skeleton spawned three times more, like it's 300% turned up. So you're running around constantly shooting these things, trying to find, we kept dying left and right. Um, we finally get a little bit of progress and find the first thing. Then we're looking for the second one. The other, another one of our teammates leaves. Um, at this time, Dom gets on or I, I messaged Dom. I'm like, Hey, we're working on an Athena. Oh, I have a spot open. Do you want it? And he's like, yeah. So he jumps in. Perfect. Um, so it's the three of us. We finish this Island. We go sailing off. Um, the kid finally joins back in a little later. Huh. Um, and we get down to the last Island. We have like, four skulls on board, like a couple crappy chests. And we run into this other, we see this other galleon rolling around and we're like, Oh shit, here we go. Um, so we have the, the last Island, which the Athena is on and you don't want to go. If someone's in the area, you don't want to go dig it up and spawn it in. Um, so we roll by them just to kind of see what they're up to. (laughs) Best part. We we're like behind them, so they can't shoot at us. But a guy gets on the back of the ship, pulls out his megaphone, and just is like, fuck you! Fuck you! <laughs> like, hey man, we're, we're, we're friendly, we're fine, you know? We turn around to try to go do our quest, but we don't go there right away. We want to see where they're going to go. Of course, they whip around and start shooting at us. Um, they, they sink us, which actually... So we, they sink us, we go back, we sink them, take our ship back, we go turn it in, and then we come back and they're still rolling around. So we're like, fuck. We actually let them sink us to make them think we were done. Okay. Because we, we, yeah. we, had, we had nothing on board. We barely had any supplies because we you know, just got in that fight with them not too long ago. Um, and then we just waited until they had left the area. We went to our island, got our Athena. Um, we played it smart. Um, you know, I escorted the chest through the island because we don't want anyone stealing that thing of course and we uh we got our first athena done congratulations so it was exciting it was a little nerve-wracking with um so you know i've been watching a lot of summit yeah and he does all the sneaking plays yeah so he got i was i got the notification that he went live while we were on our second to last island i'm just like shit it's gonna happen to me like it's gonna be my first athena Summit's gonna roll up and just steal my shit, and we we put all that work in that into that. I would I would have laughed really hard if that's what happened. I would have laughed my ass off too. Yep, I, I would have been like kind of cool, like Summit stole my shit. Yeah. But <laughs> um, yeah. So I was constantly checking the boat, and I'm pretty sure they were getting like, dude, what are you? You're checking the boat like every five seconds. I'm like, yeah, I need. To, hey, you never know what could happen. I, I need to make sure. So um. No, it was a good time. I was excited that we finally got, I finally got one. I would have liked to steal one rather than farm it, but, um, yeah, it took us like four fucking hours. What'd you get from it? Um, more, so you, 
so when you start the Athena, you get eight quests. And that's like going to different islands, digging up chests, killing captains. So you get skulls, you get um, captain's chests, you get other items to turn in. So you sell those for rep and money. And then there's actually like an Athena rep as well. So you okay. get a little bit of Athena rep on there too. And us turning in one Athena only got me like 10 to 15% of the first like rep level. Did you get any money or anything else for turning in the Athena chest? Yep, yep. You get some cash. Okay. I don't remember how much it was. Okay. It's a decent amount though. Okay. But yeah. It's a good time. I enjoyed it. Good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I just need to uh, I need to up my sneaking skills and getting on boarding other ships. Sure. And that's one thing that was it was uh, it was a downside to us is that we weren't all friends, so sure. like communication wasn't on point. Um, and they had me driving the boat. I'm not the best freaking captain. I couldn't turn. I, I was trying to drive the boat, steer the boat, whatever you want to say. Um, captain the, guy, the boat. Yeah, the guys weren't turning the sails fast enough or keeping up with that. So you got to get on them for it. I know you're the captain. I should have. You're Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> No, um, but <laughs> so yeah, that's why I feel like that's the only reason we got sunk. That's that first time. Sure. It's because like we weren't turning fast enough. All guys were all trying to do their own thing and not blame working. it on your teammates. Yeah, yeah, man. Classic captain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. But no, the communication could have been better. It's okay. But we still finished it, so I was I was happy. Yeah, you still got your Athena chest. It's a pretty fucking big deal. Hell yeah. It's it's weird. Like when you step back and think about it, it's like playing this game it's not like it's fun it's enjoyable but sure i got the athena rep like so what but it's still enjoyable you still want to keep playing it yeah all right josh yes that's all i played this week those three games what'd you do well will i also played halo the master chief collection no i know it's fucking crazy to think about so before I get into the other games, Will, let me quickly point out a couple things. Numero uno. Elephants are still badass. One of the best times I've ever had playing Halo 3 was that match last night. Just driving an elephant? Dude, would you have that wave of nostalgia roll over you? And you get into a sand trap game, and the first thing you think about is, oh my god, do they still have elephants on this map? Holy shit, do they still have elephants on this map? And you turn around, and there it is. And it's big motherfucking Bertha Glory is the elephant, whose horn you can hear across the map, who goes two miles an hour, is just incredible. So yes, my toot toots were roaring. During that match. It was amazing. Second. Point of information here. Justin. You suck at swords. Just say it bud. I won both. Okay I gave you that last kill on. Uh, up, 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 up. You didn't give me shit. You didn't <laughs> give me shit. A win's a win. I will say this. It was 25 to 24. In that first game. Yep. Holy shit. And the funny, the funniest fucking thing was uh, near the end of that game, like Justin was top gold 
We're playing on Guardian, by Guardian, the way. Yeah. So, Guardian Halo 3, for those who don't know. Um, And Justin was top gold. Okay? He was fighting somebody else that came around from the camo spawn. So he was already in a fight. I fucking just run towards him and I kill him and you just hear him go, oh no! Because it was so close to the end of the game. Then I turn around and I get shit on and we're so close to the end. Then I spawn and this one I had 24 and Justin was at 23, which means he had to have gotten that kill right then and there. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I spawn in green. Didn't know you were there at the time. So I, sp- I had just spawned as well. Okay. So we had both just spawned. I go up and I'm running, um, I'm going to go towards S2. Instead, I see the red dot, which is you, coming f- top green. I turn around and get the jump on. Yeah. And that was that last kill. Yep. Um, oh, and then Halo 2, I fired, like, way better. But that's that's besides the point. Um, um, yeah. That Guardian match, that swords match. Yeah. So it was, it was free-for-all swords for those yes. who don't know. Without the 300 fucking movement and 50 yeah. percent gravity or whatever the fuck justin wanted yeah um but in the beginning of that game yeah do you remember you were standing i think it was at camo spawn was i over there and justin was coming at you from gold and i just oh my walked. god yes this is amazing oh my god this is fucking amazing so you're looking like at me and justin <laughs> yeah, just watching the whole this whole fucking thing transpire and i just sneak up behind justin sword him and then i thrust i didn't thrust forward but i got you as well yeah with the, it was so fucking funny yeah because you were oh laughing your god, ass off yeah. <laughs> i just creeped up on him so as he's like funny. making his way towards you oh my god that was a hell of a lot of fun that was hilarious. Oh man, there were there were a lot of good there were a lot of good matches in there, a lot a lot of good matches. Um, another thing I want to say, uh, heavy, fuck you. Do you know how many messages he sent me? Oh, it was tons. Yeah, it was like over twenty. Twenty six, I believe. Twenty five. Yeah, or no, it like was twenty four because he was one short of twenty five. Yeah, yeah. Now, like I said, it's all good fun. I love you, heavy. Hopefully, hopefully we get those internet issues taken care of because it was a pleasure playing with you as well. Um, but yeah, there are a lot of good moments that were had in that play date. Plenty more to come in the weeks to come. Um, I started getting back into the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild on the Switch just because I want to get back into it. Um, I played Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. And uh, the literal last character I have to unlock is Dr. Mario, a.k.a. fuck him. And the reason why is because I have now lost to him twice due to the environment and not to him, which is fucking annoying. And you can't rematch him until you play a certain amount again. So it's just it's just a nuisance. That's the last character I have. Uh, I played one match of Overwatch because they have the Chinese New Year event going on right now. So new skins came out. So I bought a new Mercy skin. And I played one match of Overwatch. And here we go. The big one. The Anthem VIP demo went live last weekend. Okay. This was supposed to be a, how they advertised it, a demo of the game for people who pre-ordered it and or are a member of EA Access and or EA Origin Access Premier for P- for Xbox and PC respectively. Okay? So, instead, it has come out that it was an earlier build of the game. Okay? You can 
in fact run in the hub area. It was just disabled in this demo. I think the reason they gave is bullshit, but that's besides the point. What was the reason? Did you see it? It was... I'm, stability is not the word I'm looking for. But they they did actively disable it in the demo. Sure. Um, well, I think they wanted that cinematic view as you're walking through there. Also, um, I can get the cinematic view by running through there. <laughs> Jesus also, Christ. It's, it's where... Um, a lot of streamers that were playing yeah. said their frames were the worst. Yes. So that's maybe why they, they didn't want you running and breaking. Sure. But like, that's their fault for putting out a broken thing. Sure. And uh, someone did ahead. state that I think this build was from six weeks ago. Wouldn't surprise me. So there's a lot they could have improved on since then. Yeah. Just saying. It wouldn't surprise me. So I'm talking a lot of bad things about it, but let me get to the good in a second here. So... The game, the, the, I'm going to put this in fucking air quotes because it's not really a demo at this point, but the demo was marred by issues from the get go. Okay. There were server instability issues. People literally couldn't get in for hours. There was, um, there's frame rate drops across the board. Not, it didn't matter. Like a lot of people were saying it didn't matter what type of system you had, like for PC. Um, but there's still frame drops on PS4 and Xbox one as well. Um, it's, like I said, it was just marred by issues. There were a lot of glitches that were happening, so on and so forth, but let me get to the good. I think the gameplay is fantastic. I think the flying is incredible. It adds so much variety to the way that you can attack each objective, right? So, Will, did you play any of the free play after the missions? I did not. Okay. So, for those who don't know, in this demo, which goes open um, this coming Friday and over the weekend, okay? So, it's, it's going to be open to everybody, even though it, it realistically was open to everybody anyway. But again, besides the point... Not, it, no, not fully. It was. You could download it and play it. Oh. You did not have to have... A VIP code? Exactly. So, they kind of messed up. Yep. <laughs> royally. So, all of this happens, Okay. We finally get in. Oh, and that's not even taken into consideration the infinite loading screen issues that were happening. Oh, yeah. That we ran into. It was a nightmare. Okay. I don't think it was a demo. That shit was a beta. Hands down. Well, I th Here's what I think. Go ahead. Well, they had it open to the VIP, right? That's what they said it was going to be. It was supposed to be, it was supposed yes. to be a VIP demo. Yes, for this week, for this last for weekend. this weekend only. Yep, for this last weekend. Yep. Since it was open to everybody, they didn't have the server space available, which led to. It wasn't open to everybody at the beginning, though. Now you're confusing me because you just so said it at was. the very beginning when the demo went live. Yeah. Right. Or I'm gonna call, I'm gonna call it a beta from now on. When the beta went live, okay, it was only open to people who had a friend code or got in via the VIP like. Pre-ordering EA Access, EA Origin Access Premiere. Yeah. Okay. At the very beginning, it was like that. Then I think it was Sunday. It was it was either Saturday night or Sunday. It apparently got open for everybody. All you needed to do was download it. And a lot of now, I don't get why people would pre-order for a fucking demo. Like, I'm going to play the game regardless because I'm an EA Origin Access Premier member, so I pay the 15 bucks a month to just play every game in their, on PC that they have in the vault, along with new games that come out. 
But so I'll never understand people who pre-order to get access to a demo. But the people that did do have a right to be pissed about this whole situation because they did spend their money on that. And EA, I mean, EA and Bioware did advertise it as that these people get access only. And that is not what happened. So that, sorry for the confusion, but that's, that's what it was. Okay. I was just trying to draw from what I had there. Sure. Um, Okay. Then so yeah, that's, that's more frustrating. That's even more frustrating. Yeah. Server issues, opening it up to everyone when it shouldn't have been. Yep. You seem like it seems like that value is not there for those people who pre-ordered. And the and the worst part was is that then it, it extended further than the Anthem beta. The server issues did. Oh yeah. They expanded further into other EA games. It was just it was just a fucking disaster over the weekend. But I'm gonna get to the good. Yeah. We got in. We did. Okay. Eventually. Then we were all able to play together. Eventually. Oh, yeah. There were a lot of issues with partying up. A lot of disconnects. Yes. Especially in those loading screens. Yes. Once everyone was together and we were, we were able to play through the story missions, we were able to play through that. I'm going to, it was a stronghold, I think is what they call it in mm-hmm. that game, but it's like a destiny strike, if you will. Okay. The game is very destiny-esque in the way it hands out content. Is that a bad thing? Yet to be seen. I can't critique on it because the game isn't technically out yet. I can only go based off what I was given. And what I was given, I felt was a decently sizable chunk to get my bearings on what I think the rest of the game is going to be. Okay? So, I enjoyed everything of what I actually got to play. Um, so, I got into the technical alpha, which really was a stress test. Way, way back. Mm-hmm. Okay? I got into that. There were NDAs associated with it, but I what I will say is in the like literal 10 minutes that I played of it, because again, servers crashed, it was a test. I really liked how it felt. I really liked how the shooting felt in that game. In the in the in the technical alpha. So therefore I'm thinking to myself, the only way you can go is up. I played 10 minutes of this fucking thing. So when this again, I'm calling it a beta, when this beta came out. And we were all able to get in together and actually play through it. Okay. I thought the shooting was great. I thought that the javelins were great because they all felt completely different from one another in terms of how they moved, in terms of the weight that they possessed. Like the Colossus, super heavy, right? You were playing as that. Okay. You, you're a tank. You're a walking, flying tank. Yes, you move slightly slower, but you you bring the heat. Then you have uh, I forget if it's a sentinel or not. Uh, either way, I'm probably going to get it wrong. But there's one that's like an assassin type where it's super fast, super agile, but not a lo- not as much armor. Okay, but you can dip dip dive and dodge out of places really quickly. Then you have storm, which is the elemental javelin, and really good at setting up combos and stuff. That's the one I was playing as. And then you have the default one which is just like a a jack-of-all-trades soldier type, right? The thing that... So a lot of people are going to focus on the technical difficulties of what this, for lack of a better term, beta was, okay? But I think what they have here is a really, really good foundation for a massive amount of things to happen in the future. Bioware made Mass Effect Andromeda, okay? 
it was one of their sister studios that made it that had a big part in Mass Effect Andromeda. It was one of the reasons why it was not great by any means necessary. It was very rushed. There's a whole video on YouTube. You can check out all that. But I think they learned a lot from Andromeda in this regard. For people who played Andromeda, you would know that you have a lot of combos that you can set up with your abilities and your weapons, so on and so forth. They dialed that to 11 in this, in Anthem, okay? And a lot of the combat is set up like that. You set up a combo for your teammate. Your teammate, like, puts does an ability. You get extra damage. It just works well as a team play, right? The game looks unbelievable. It's absolutely stunning. Frame drops aside, they need to fix that shit. There's no denying that. They well, need to fix they that. Were, yeah, the game was not optimized. No. And I believe things will smooth out in the future. Definitely hoping so. But the, regardless, the game is gorgeous. And when you're flying, like when you just, like I'm playing with a controller on PC, I know, shame on me. But when you click in that stick and you just fucking zoom out, you know, in that in the sky, and you're able to see everything in front of you, and you can go basically anywhere within the mission boundaries. But when you're able to see out there and you like, oh, I can fucking go over there. I wonder what's over there. And you you find a hidden cave. Or you just... It, to me, it does exploration way better than Destiny does. Way better. So we, we did the stronghold, right? Mm-hmm. And I love the enemy variety that was in there. We start off fighting against these like alien-looking things, maybe some soldiers, so on and so forth. Then we fight off against these like arachnids that happen in the caves. And we fight fight against this giant, like, spider crab beast at the very end. Okay? It was sick, right? That felt really cool. And that was just one. That was just one of probably a lot, is what I imagine. Okay? I can't say because I don't know. But I imagine it's a lot. Story missions are very linear. That is what it is. Um, But then free play. Then I played in free play. Okay? Think of free play as like a a Destiny-esque zone, right? You load into the zone. There are other people around. You can team up with them. You can go do... There's public events. And there's things you can just discover. But the thing I like the most about Anthem's free play is that it felt way more cohesive. So I load in. I fly down. I'm just looking around like, oh, this is awesome. This This looks cool. Then... I dive down and I see this other person's just shooting at something. And so I go up and I shoot at the thing. And uh, we're killing some enemies around. There's no mission or anything. Then he stops. He turns to me. We both look at each other and we both like wave. I'm like, oh, cool, dude. Yeah, man, that was cool. Then I find this quest. I pick it up. He shows back up. No need to load in or anything or anything like that. No need to accept it at the same time. Nothing like that. He just shows up. He gets the same thing. Then we, like a public event, we both complete it. We both get the loot. We both went our own way. I find, I go way out of my way now. I find this giant structure and I just go in it. Completely different environment. Okay. What were you going to say? Okay. Find the structure, go in, see this huge environment. I'm shooting enemies. I'm having a fun time on my own. He shows up again. And I'm like, oh, he has a friend this time. And they're just going in. And we just teamed up again randomly. And we go through this structure together. And uh, it, it isn't, 
how can I put this? You know, in Destiny, when you go into an area or like a, a lost sector, for example, right? And if you're not in that group, like if you're not a, like if there's three people that go into a lost sector and you're you're an individual and those two are friends playing together, you get split off. Like you're not playing with them anymore. It's a separate zone. Okay. In Anthem, it didn't do that. It kept us all together and we're just able to play. Like, I don't know if that's how the rest of the game is going to be. I don't know if I loaded into a different zone or whatnot. It just felt so much more cohesive for that to happen. That it's, it just felt really good. It just felt really, really good. What were your thoughts on the Anthem beta? for lack of a better term. Um, yeah. Real quick, I'll just hit on... I don't know what to think about it yet. I, mean, I think I have to play it again. Okay. Um, I was frustrated. We started that stronghold three or four times due to connectivity issues. It was bad. And we played the same beginning area like five times in a row, and I was getting a little burnt. Sure. On doing the same thing over and over again. And... Um, there, what I was really hoping from this was it would draw me into a story, and I didn't get that. Not yet. Nope, I agree with you. Um, Not yet. Sure, the shooting was cool. Using the abilities was cool. I got my Colossus. I got another perk on my Colossus, so to say, that um, I can do kind of uh, um, chain damage, which was really cool being up close. and per- like As a Colossus, you just have the enemies coming at you. Um, I could see where it could be a lot of fun. I think you do need a squad to roll with in that game. I want to see what they have next weekend. Well, they've already announced that all four of the Javelins are going to be unlocked for everyone. So you'll be able to play as mall if you want to. So that's, that's kind of cool. I saw T-Rex yeah. running as the um, the assassin, so to speak. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's really good for solo play if you're just running in by yourself because he was able to... Or the default one. Sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was just able to get in and out of spots so easily. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, I just... I want to play a little bit more of it before I make a final decision. Um, I have EA Premiere. Yep. as well so i can just i'll probably end up downloading it to see when the full game releases and see if i still like it yep um we'll see what happens we'll see what happens do they did they announce is there cross play at all i don't think there is so okay i don't well, think so won't be able to play with xbox peeps unfortunately maybe not i mean i don't think there's going to be pvp so i don't see why they wouldn't if they could that'd be amazing it would be amazing so we'll keep an eye out for that too that that's interesting yeah. I'm just afraid it's going to be the same problems. I think I even saw the same problems where, like, if you tried playing Destiny 2 on a console. I It's been a long time. Okay, just try opening the menu one time. It takes forever. Oh, yeah? And I'm, like, forever. And apparently there are similar issues with Anthem on console. Okay. So. Yeah. It's just, oh, my God. It's bad. All right. Moving on. We spent almost an hour on Will's adventures and Roster Mania. Yeah. 
I told you we wouldn't need a topic today. I told you straight up we wouldn't need a topic today. But that means it's time for some news, Will. You ready to rock? What do we got? First and foremost, Microsoft partners with OP Supply Drop to give a little gift to veterans and active duty military. And this is by Doc Cupcake 84 What a name. What a great name, right? This is a tweet, and I quote, Attention! All active duty military and veterans. Did you know you can grab yourself a free copy of Gears of War 4 from the link that they provide in the tweet? <laughs> it's in partnership with Xbox and OP Supply Drop. So yeah, if you're an active duty military, first, thank you for your service, obviously. And if you're a veteran, second, thank you for your service, obviously. You can get a free copy of Gears of War 4, which is an amazing game. So you should play it and get it for free in the link in the tweet. Next up, Halopedia opens doors for Halo Nation merger after vote ends in success. This is Halopedia's segment of this. And I quote, After two weeks of voting, the results are in. Out of 23 votes, 19 voted to open our doors for Halo Nation to merge into us. Three who voted were neutral, saying uh, concerns, and one was opposed to open our doors. Due to the overwhelming support, this means we have 100% opened our doors to Halo Nation merging into us and will now await their vote to start and finish. We would like to thank everyone who voted, commented, and showed their support throughout the community. Halo Nation vote. Halo Nation started their vote to see if they should merge with us on January 21st, 2019. We'll post the results of the vote in the section after their vote has concluded. Here's what Halo Nation had to say. As we announced here two weeks ago, several members of the admin team have become quite frustrated with the actions, policies, and attitudes from fa of fandom in recent years, prompting a lot of internal discussions and planning. This has led us here. We do not think it, that it is worthwhile endeavor to continue working on a wiki hosted by fandom which prompted us to seek a vote on whether we should migrate our community and its content to Halopedia. Below, we have outlined our proposed plans for this merger and detailed what we believe to be the pros and cons of said plans. Halopedia's vote on whether or not it would accept a merger within, with Halo Nation has recently concluded with the vast majority in favor of accepting us. As a result, we are now ready to offer the same choice to Halo Nation users. We encourage all users to read through this post and then proceed to give their opinions on the voting thread itself. So for those who don't know, we talked about this briefly before, where Halopedia is one wiki, Halo Nation is, a, is another wiki, okay? And the plan currently is to see about merging the two together. And based off the information that we have now from Halo Nation's side of things, it looks like the site that they, that they host the wiki on, fandom, is not great, to say the least. So they're looking to get out of that to get into this merger with Halopedia if everybody agrees, and then further steps will be taken after the fact. You can check out both of the articles in the show notes of the Google Doc of the show for more information, if you so choose. Next up, we have the MCC playlist update This for uh, January 23rd, 2019. This is a Trello post, as a matter of fact. Here we go, and I quote, Description. Good morning, MCC players. Today, January 23rd, we have a new playlist update that is heavily focused on Halo 4 game type and map option changes. These changes are going to impact both the 4v4 and 8v8 team size options within the match composer and have already been rolled out and are playable right now. Please make sure to leave your feedback in the multiplayer feedback forum post for MCC to influence future playlist updates. For 4v4, the game type Ricochet has been added into social matchmaking options and when selecting Assault for the following maps. All but Haven and Pitfall are popular community-created Forge maps that were in Halo 4 matchmaking and were created around the game type. Haven, Pitfall, Hikau? 
Inheritor, Breezeway, Butter, Firestone, and Parallax. And for 8v8, the following maps have been added to use both the Team Slayer and Multi-Flag Capture the Flag game types. Panic Station and Excavation. Community Playdate for January 24th, 2019. This is by Unishek over on HaloWaypoint.com, and I quote, For Halo 5, Action Sack and Halo 2BR Slayer went live last Thursday and will help return our social experience back to its normal cadence of featuring a rotational playlist each week. To get these social offerings back on cycle, Action Sack will be staying up an extra week, which should also help us gather feedback for its refresh down the line. To chime in with your thoughts on Action Sack's maps and modes, as well as recommend new fun experiences, let us know in matchmaking feedback and discussion forum so we can make it even better. As the Halo 5 sustained team continues to working on new playlists and refreshes the existing ones, the two areas where they've really been making strides are the upcoming head-to-head 1v1 playlist and refreshing Big Team Battle. We don't have much to tease publicly about them just yet, but I know we'll be doing some sweaty try-hard playtests for head-to-head sometime next week. This will help us stress test the maps for imbalances and exploits, so I'll be rocking Gunners, a Triggers Down jersey, and a backwards hat to channel my inner MLG tryhard. Are you ready to 1v1? I wanted to pause here because this is what I was saying about Tasman. Okay? He wants to 1v1 me. During the discussion we had about the Halo Bowl... In Discord, we, we we joked about this 1v1 playlist coming into play, so maybe we'll get that 1v1 going officially. Nice. All right, prepare yourself. Warzone Turbo will be making its return to matchmaking next Thursday, January 31st. It's nearly turbo time! Next up, how about some Halo gear? The second issue in Linda 058's comic miniseries, Halo Lone Wolf, will be coming out on February 6th. In this issue, Linda must not only deal with her target, Dr. Chen, but also the dangerous secret he's harboring. If you couldn't tell, I like to link out to the relevant pages. So here's a link to where you can pre-order the digital version, and here's where you can get a physical version. Links will be included in the link in the Google Doc of the show. Make a wish. Thanks, Uni. At 343, we're blessed to be able to come to work each day, ready to play in one of the greatest toy boxes around. From creating new story elements and fleshing out characters, weapons, and worlds, to exploring the finer details of sandbox balancing and gameplay gymnastics, getting to call Halo a career is incredible in its own right. That being said, I'd be lying if I said there really, uh, that really any of those aforementioned attributes took the top honors as my favorite thing about working at a place like this. No. I think that podium spot is likely reserved for moments like we got to experience last week, where all of a sudden the real impact of what we do comes to light. Our incredible longtime friends and partners at the Make-A-Wish Foundation had recently let us know about a particularly awesome young fan named Nathan, who desired nothing more than to be able to hang out for a day with some of the folks who made his favorite games actually had the extreme honor of Skyping on the big screen of his local Utah-based Microsoft store a few months ago to let him know in person, in quotes, that his wish was being granted. Last week, Nathan and his amazing family, mom, dad, Nathan, and four siblings, math I can personally relate to, joined us for a day that none of us will soon forget. It kicked off at the Bellevue Microsoft store early in the morning where a couple of Spartans from the 405th, a diamond-armored Minecraft character, a Campbell cosplaying Cortana, and a nearly 7-foot-tall Master Chief featuring the debut of an unbelievable new suit made by the prop master Phil Shiner, or Phil Shiner, I apologize if I had to get that name wrong, stood alongside a big contingent of Microsoft, Xbox, 343, Minecraft, and more staff to welcome Nathan and his family for a fun donut and gameplay-filled morning. Later that morning, Nathan and crew made their way out of the studio 
out to the studio for a day that featured learning to code with our friends upstairs at Minecraft, getting the lowdown on franchise history and universe details in the Halo Museum, cake and ice cream homemade by 343 staff, a behind-the-scenes look at toy development, tips on how to stream and, con and create content, and building a custom forge map called Central Point with, uh, with uh, multiplayer designers, which you can bookmark and play for yourself online. We actually even held a legit BTB playtest session on the map. Not gonna lie, it was pretty great right out of the box. With Nathan's family and a host of 343 staff, a playtest that literally culminated in an epic 199 Slayer match where Nathan got taken out by his own mom for the win. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. Needless to say, by the time Nathan and crew departed late that afternoon, we had all formed a pretty special bond with a pretty amazing family of fans. It was another reminder of what Halo was really about. Moments that make memories in a universe that forges relationships, and it's an incredible honor to be even a small part of that process. Heart grim. Really just wanted to tell that story. That that's what a great, what a great, great, great thing. Congratulations, Nathan. And we know what the Make-A-Wish Foundation is about, and we hope you're doing alright with what you got going on. Um, next up, Halo Clips announcement. This is by Top Halo Clips on Twitter. And I quote: Rules and layout. Send me. Top Halo clips on Twitter. Your CE, Halo 2 Classic, Halo 2 Anniversary, Halo 3, Halo 4, Reach, or Halo 5 clips with your gamer tag and any links to your social media. And then you vote on clips by liking them. Each week, the person with the most likes on their clip receives a prize. We do not accept duplicate submissions. Rules and they all continued. Please, please send Top Halo clips on Twitter clips by using the link that they provide only one submission per player per week winners are announced every sunday 8 p.m eastern standard time so for those who don't know what this is this is awesome go follow top halo clips on twitter i debated putting this in the community creations or the shout outs or whatever but i'm like this is news e worthy either way go follow top halo clips on twitter if you have any of the game's clips that they that top halo clips stated submit it if you think it's worthy I love seeing that feed filled with amazing clips. It's great. Check them out if you haven't already. And the last piece of regular news, congratulations to Robbie1Kenobi on the new position at 343. This is a tweet from Robbie1Kenobi, and I quote, I am excited to announce that I have joined the 343 team as their new director of player voice. This new role is about working with you, the player, to have an active voice throughout the development, launch, and lifetime of Halo Infinite. Let's rock this journey together. If you didn't see my tweet about this, you better, motherfuckers better be nice, all right? Don't be mean to him. Just because he's new in the position, just like we talked about Clutch being on that pro team, okay? Don't be a dick. Be considerate. That's where I'll leave that. Okay, Will. You ready for the next part here? So... This is normally where we'd have competitive news, but I moved this to after we talk about some tournaments. Okay? So we're going to run through all these tournaments. Again, for those who don't know, this might be a little bit of a recap for some who do. Either way, here we go. Again, this is from the Community Update from January 24, 2019 by Unishek. Same article, and I quote, HCS Invitational at South by Southwest, March 15th through the 17th. In case you missed the announcement earlier this week, we're bringing Halo to the legendary South by Southwest Festival in Austin, Texas. We're making sure there's plenty to watch and do at our booth, including hosting streaming booths for some of our first HCS grassroots content creators, including Action Man, Ubernick, and Vetoed, and an open Halo 3 FFA tournament with a $5,000 prize pool. 
We'll also be putting on quite the show at the South by Southwest esports stage, so you should tune in on Mixer.com slash Halo and Twitch.tv slash Halo that whole weekend. You can find more specific details on what we'll be streaming in our announcement post, but here's a quick look at all the fun you'd miss out should you not tune in. A $100,000 Pro Invitational featuring the top six teams from UGC Halo Classic. Microsoft Store 2v2 Throwdown! We're bringing it back, Will. Not too much, I promise. Big Team Battle Bonanza! Oh man, I get two for two. This is great. And then we have a rival show match featuring Snipedown and Lethal. That'll be a fun one. On top of all that, we'll also be sharing some exciting MCC news during the show. Does the eyes emoji work on Waypoint? It does. He says sweet. <laughs> if you want to attend the event, South by Southwest tickets can be purchased at the link they provide in the article. Gamers for Giving, March 23rd to the, th to the 24th. This competitive gaming tournament, streaming marathon, and massive LAN party for charity will be our next HCS Grassroots supported event. While I was away at St. Louis, they actually pivoted their plans so that they could support a Halo 3 4v4 instead of their previously planned Halo 3 2v2. Location, travel, and general event information, and you can get your team pass at the link they provide in the article. Here's another update in regards to Gamers for Giving. The prize pool has actually been increased by Gamers Outreach, and I quote, We're proud to welcome Team Beyond and Astro Gaming as sponsors of Gamers for Giving 2019. With support from HCS, a prize pool of $20,000 will be up for grabs to Halo competitors. All prizing is being matched by a donation to the cause. Lock it up at the link they provide. And the final piece of this, the prize pool breakdown has been released. This is by Moses FPS. Thank you, Moses. So here's the Gamers for Giving 2019 prize pool. First place takes home 9,000. Second place takes home five. Third place takes home three. Fourth place takes home 1,500. Uh, and fifth and sixth take home $750 a piece. Did they say if this was going to be streamed? I would imagine it would be. I hope so. Oh, it has to be. It has to be. So that means we have... A lot in March. A lot in March. Yes. A lot in March. We you know what else is in March? What's that? My kid might be born in March. This is going to be a fun March. On those days, it could happen. <laughs> so on the 15th and 17th, we have the Inventational. Yes. One week later, we have the Gamers Forgiving. Yes. March is going to be busy. Busy March. All right. Yep, busy, busy March. Um, the next tournament we have, DreamHack Dallas is going to be taking place May 31st to June 2nd. This HGS Grassroots event for Halo 3 is expected to be so big that it's already scheduled to span two months. Yes, that was a joke. Please don't try to stay at the K. Bailey Hutchinson Convention Center for two months. If you're looking to stay in Dallas for that long, though, DreamHack has provided a list of hotels and other event information in the link they provide. Next up, Microsoft Store Tournaments. There's one this Sunday, January 27th, which we're going to talk briefly about later on in the tournament recap. The South by Southwest post covers uh, the plan for Microsoft Store events quite in depth, but since the ideas are so cool, I wanted to share the full excerpt here so you don't miss it. Read up. For over a year, hometown hopefuls have flocked to their local Microsoft Store each month for some competitive fun with their friends and nearby Halo community members. We've gotten feedback that many players are super passionate about Halo and want to up their game to the next level and have more fun competing. The Microsoft Store tournaments are meant to offer light competition where the main goals are uh, building a local community and having some fun competing. 
In anticipation of the HTS Invitational, we want to take the opportunity to welcome players of all skill levels to their local Microsoft store to learn the ropes of competitive Halo 3, have some fun while competing, and potentially earn the chance to play on main stage at the HTS Invitational at South by Southwest. Here's how it works. North America will be divided into four regions, West Coast, Central, North, East, and Southeast. Each region will be represented by a top pro Halo 3 player. West Coast is represented by Straight Sick, Central Division, Flamesword, Northeast, Snakebite, Southeast, Pistola. Before players compete in the January and February Microsoft Store 2v2 tournaments, they'll have the opportunity to watch an instructional video where one of the above pro players teach them a bit about competitive Halo 3 to help them improve their game. Depending on which region your store is located within, your instructor will either be Straight Sick, Flame Sword, Snake Bite, or Pistola. If you attend both tournaments, January 27th and February 24th, as well as make it past the first round in one of the two tournaments, you'll have the opportunity to get flown out to Tex Austin, Texas for a chance to compete alongside your region's respective pro players in the $5,000 Microsoft Store 2v2 Throwdown! Additionally, Mixer will reignite the Mixer Matchups program for this tournament series starting on Sunday, January 27th, with monthly broadcasts supported by live streams from participating store locations and commented live from Mixer Studio One on Microsoft Campus. This is the first of many ways Halo and competitive gaming content will be showcased on Mixer, so stay tuned to at WatchMixer on Twitter and the Mixer blog for more information on Mixer matchups. That was a lot of Mixer. Finally, we've heard stories of amazing community ambassadors attending their local Microsoft Store tournaments with the intention of growing the community, teaching players how to improve their game, and promoting a fun environment. Thank you! We're asking each gaming expert in each Microsoft store in North America to nominate official ambassadors in their stores. To show our appreciation for the ambassador's support, they will also have the opportunity to be flown out to South by Southwest in Austin, Texas to spend the weekend with the Halo community and enjoy the show. Here are the dates for the winter and spring Microsoft store tournaments. January 27th, February 24th, March 31st, April 28th, and May 19th. The first two will feature Halo 3 2v2 tournaments on unofficial tournament settings, and format for the tournament starting in March will be announced at a later date. And finally, community competitions. We talked about these last week, but here we go again, just for people who didn't catch that. BTB.net is hosting a big team battle tournament in Halo 3 on MCC. You still have time to register. The tournament begins on March 2nd. Visit their event page on Challenge for details and reach out to them on Twitter if you have any questions. Next. SWAT Nation is putting on a 2v2 SWAT tournament for Valentine's Day, which will take place on Sunday, February 24th. They're calling it Will You Be My Swatentine, and needless to say, I'm a fan of the name. They hosted a 4v4 tournament this past weekend, all while raising over $1,000 for charity and showing some great matches. Unsurprisingly, Dynasty, consisting of pros Boobadoobo, Abrupt, Sabinator, and Falcated, took the cake. And finally, a Halo Wars 2 anniversary tournament by the Halo Wars Fight Club will be taking place that same weekend with competitions happening on both Saturday the 23rd and Sunday the 24th. They've shared all the tournament details here on Waypoint, so give it a gander if you're interested in celebrating Halo Wars 2's anniversary with other Halo RTS fans. Will. Uh-huh. That's it for the uh, tournaments that are going to be happening. Now it's time for the competitive news. I'm sorry, I know it's getting long. Bear with me. Doing great. Next up, Snipedown versus Le uh, Lethal. Legends Clash. This is an article. There needs to be a soundbite. Legends Clash and Thunder and Lightning. <sighs> yeah, that'd be sick. Yeah. That'd be sick. Make it happen, Will. Next up, uh, this is by uh, Cardinal Sin over on noobcombo.com. We're going to read the article because this gives a really good insight as to where this, like, rivalry came from 
Okay, for those who don't for those who didn't pay attention to the early competitive Halo 5 days. Something big happened. Here we go. And I quote, "The year is 2015 and the game is Halo 2 anniversary. Evil geniuses have taken home the last 5 major tournaments in a row beating out CounterLogic Gaming in the finals during four of those tournaments. They've won in places like Atlanta, Indianapolis, and Boston." The final H2A tournament, the HCS Season 2 Finals in Burbank, concluded in thrilling fashion when CLG forced EG into a bracket reset. Evil Geniuses then swept CLG to make Snipedown, Lethal, Roy, and Lunchbox the kings of Halo 2 Anniversary. After the Season 2 Finals, excitement is at an all-time high for the first Halo 5 tournament at the X Games in Aspen, Colorado, and all eyes are on Evil Geniuses to continue their domination. Everything is set until the floor fell out a week before rosters were locked. On January 21st, 2016, Lethal announced he was leaving Evil Geniuses for their rival, CounterLogic Gaming. Now EG is hard-pressed to find a fourth with very little time. Enter Commonly. Snipedown brings on a former Believe the Hype member at the last minute to compete under the EG banner. The roster shakeup increased the excitement for, event, for the event immensely. First Halo 5 tournament at the X Games and a grudge match between Lethal and Snipedown? Who wouldn't watch that? The tournament did not disappoint. In a series that looked all too familiar, Evil Geniuses went down 2-3 to counter Logic Gaming in the Grand Finals to force a bracket reset. EG responded by sweeping CLG to put Snipedown and the squad on top and winning once again. As tournaments went on, these two continued to face off and trade bragging rights, but what happened back in 2016 is cemented in competitive Halo history. Both players have been playing at a pro level for many years, Lethal since 2010 and Snipedown since 2008. Their longevity and accolades have made them legends, and if there was a Halo Hall of Fame, they would both be immediately inducted. This March, during the HCS Invitational at South by Southwest, we get to see these two juggernauts compete against one another in a gauntlet-style competition. Each will choose their teammates and be at the mercy of the caster's spinning wheel. This Wheel of Fate will decide which map, game type, team size, and Halo title the matches will be played on. The winner will receive $5,000 to donate to the charity of their choice, but more importantly, be able to say they beat the other. Whose side are you on? Who do you think will win? Show your support on Twitter using the hashtags TeamSnipedown or TeamLethal. Just a good little history lesson there, Will. Who do you got, Lethal or SnipeDown? SnipeDown. Yeah, same here. But I mean... You know this. Can, Why is this, it so decisive, though? Is well, here's here's a good thing, like a good like, uh, an next like topic for discussion as we get closer to this event. Who's going to be on their team? Right. Like that's the real question. I mean, it could be if if it says that it's down to the spinning wheel, it could be a one v one. It could be. It could be a four v four, which flips, right. flips the script completely. Right. But who are their teammates in that four v four situation? Then they get to pick do, them. Do they? Says. That's what it said. Okay. Sweet. Well then, oh man. Do, okay, here's my real question. It should be draft style. Oh, that or my question to you is, do they allow? So like, I'm sniped down, right? Sure. And I and I we spin the wheel and it's uh it's a fucking it's a four v four sure whatever or five v five it doesn't matter, and we get to pick our teammates. Okay. I want. I want snake bite. Can he say no? Can like Snake Bite say no, or does he have to? Does he have does to he, play? I don't know. We'll have to tune in and see. That's what I, we have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. Could be a lot better. Could be a lot worse. At least they gave us some information. 
It'd be so funny if a player could be like, nah, I'm good, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna head over with my guy, you know? That'd be, that'd be just hilarious. It should be if you deny to play, you can't be picked by the other player. Oh, that's a good, that's a good idea, too. I don't think they'd be, like, I don't think, I think egos would be set aside. I'm not saying yeah, Snakebite has this, an ego or anything. This is just, for charity. It's a, yeah. It looks like it's for fun. Yeah. I doubt anyone would de- decline to play. Exactly. Exactly. Um, God, I'm excited. That, that event's going to be something else. It is going to be something else. Well, next piece of news. Full VODs are available for UGC's Halo Classic. This is by UGC. It's a tweet. Check it out. There's a YouTube playlist included as well. If you haven't seen them, watch the games. Well, this is a fun one. Okay. And guess what? If he, It might still be happening right now. But Baker Mayfield, the quarterback for the Cleveland Browns, played... Some Halo 3 hardcore with Boo Boo Doo Boo yesterday. That was something else. And apparently, from what I've been told and from what I've been seeing, he wanted to go pro at one point in time. Baker Mayfield. For Halo. Before football, wanted to go pro in Halo 3. So, today, the day we're recording this show, he's actually playing with Snipe Down right now. In Halo 3 Hardcore. And guess what? He's not bad. No? No. He's not bad at all. It's like... I mean, he's not pro level, obviously, but he's holding his own. That's good. Really I, well. I'm I'm glad he waited until the offseason to do this. Yeah. I'll just say that. Yeah. Hopefully, once football fires back up, he's laser focused on... Being the Browns QB because they need him to be laser focused on oh, being no, the he, Browns QB. I think QB. he's going to be just fine. Um, at least, he's, at least right. he's not fucking uh, Manziel. Right. Um, no, that's good on him. Um, it's good to see. Yeah. Bring more light to the Halo community. Yep. And uh, he did say that he's going to be on a flight tomorrow for to go to the Super Bowl. So because he has like news and st- like he has pressers to do. Oh yeah. And whatnot. So. Um, but no, I think his I think his heart and his mind are totally one hundred percent focused on football. <laughs> it better be. Yeah, yeah, I just think that this was funny because like he's streaming right now as well. Well, it's just like Carl Anthony Towns for the Timberwolves. Yeah. He gets a lot of flack because people believe he's not as good as he should be. He has the talent and you see him, he streams, he plays video games during the season. Oh. People, people are like, dude, what are you doing? Like Yeah. So I just, that's tough. I hope Baker doesn't give himself that bad reputation. Right. See, I'm all for, like, recreation, right? There's no, there's no doubt about it. You, yeah. You need to have that life-work balance. Yeah. But at the same time, it's when you're being paid millions of dollars to play a game, I mean, you're at a professional level. Let's not get shit twisted here. I can't play at that level. Are you kidding me? But when you're getting paid millions of dollars to do it, there's, there's a precedent that's set. You know, there's expectations that are expected to be met. And... Like you said, if if they're playing during the regular season when they could be, maybe they just got done with a practice. You know, I can't I can't speculate that much, but it's all perception. When you see them doing that, like, should you be doing this right now? Could you be bettering yourself as a player, like in basketball or whatever well, sport you're playing? Yeah, and it's it, it comes from the perception that when you hear about these pro athletes, it's all about, yeah, it's all day I'm you know planning my meals, I'm in the gym, I'm then studying film, and then yeah. I go to bed. Yep. Like, when you see someone who's playing video games online yeah. and not 
bettering themselves during the season or it's yeah, you get that negative tone towards it. Exactly. Um, so that's why I said, I'm glad he's doing this in the off season because it's the off season. He's off. He put in his time. Yep. He he, He got his team some wins this year. Yeah. It's just, um, here's another thing. The, the sophomore slump for quarterbacks tends to be a thing. Yeah. Um, I just hope that those grab title news are news outlets aren't are gonna be like Baker's playing video games and like skew it in the wrong direction. Sure, but that's just the media in general. They're gonna do that against anything. Sure. I mean, it's re- it's yeah, it's just really hard to say. I mean, good for him for like getting back to his roots a little bit. Yeah. That's really cool to see. And and the fact and, that he can still do it. Yeah. And it's Halo. It is Halo. <laughs> yep. So we can talk about it. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I, I just thought it was so weird because he, he put that tweet out there and it blew up. Right. Oh yeah. And uh, like, you see the memes about like, that's my quarterback. <laughs> Who is crying in that? Do you oh, remember that? Gosh. I don't remember. I know. I don't know. The yeah. Meme it's it's a meme of a, of a quarter, like a, of a player crying. He's that's my quarterback. Like, okay, sure, dude. But, uh, no, good job to Baker. Like, that's – and he seems – like, I was watching um, uh, Colin Cowherd, mm-hmm. and he was on that show. He was being interviewed by Colin, and Colin didn't hold things back, but Baker's – Baker took it like a champ, and he's like, people need to stop comparing me to Manziel. Like, I'm not him. Yeah. I'm not. And I'm going to do what I do, and am I going to – Am I going to get um, excited on the field? Yeah. Wouldn't you? Like, if you got a touchdown, you're not going to get excited on the field? Like, what are you talking about? There, There's almost, like, two sides everyone wants out of an athlete. They want them to be professional. Yeah. But they want them to... They want them to be professional, but yet they're out there playing a game where that emotion... Yeah, can like really amp up your team and exactly. get your team going. And it's, yes. you gotta you gotta walk that line. And I don't blame if I I'm in a no like I'm in a, I'm a my hockey league. We're not professional by any means. But sure. Am I amped when I score a goal? Hell Fuck yeah, yeah, dude. I'm screwed. Like I worked hard for that. Absolutely. Celebrate it up. Exactly. And that's and I think like that's the worst part about quarterbacks in general is that they feel like they're held to that higher standard, even further than the players who are celebrating in the end zone when they get a touchdown. It's like. Dude, you you helped in that. Yeah. You you solidified that play basically happening. Yes, your receiver caught it. That's a huge deal. But it wasn't just the receiver. It wasn't just your running back. It wasn't just the defender making sure that you didn't get sacked. Like it was a full team effort. If you want to celebrate, fucking go for it, dude. That's all you. And I'm so glad they let back celebrations in oh, the yeah. NFL. Oh yeah. God, the last couple of years watching the uh watching the the planned celebrations have been great. Yep. Also, did you? I sorry to get off topic, but serious question: Did you watch any of the Pro Bowl? I did not. What a fucking disaster that was! I'm not even saying like as a uh, oh, I'm in the NFC and we lost by a shit ton. Like they they don't try. No, and it's at all. It's because a, a game that technically means nothing. They don't want to get hurt. You don't put your body on the no, line. No, I understand. I understand completely. It's just it's not entertaining. At all. No. The skills challenges, though? Yeah, those were fun. You see how well Adam Thielen did? Oh, yeah. He killed it. Every single one. Everyone was like, is he going to throw passes next year? Right? <laughs> or not only that, but uh, also you see how Russell Wilson got, I think he either, like, a little bit less or a little bit more than all of AFC combined oh, in that no. throwing challenge. D-Russ, man, he's killing it. Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen. Outscored. 
Andrew Luck. He did. He outscored Andrew Luck. He outscored an actual yes, quarterback. In yes, a he did. Throwing skills competition. I think he outscored Trubisky Holy. as well. Jeez. Was Trubisky in there? I don't remember. I just I just remember that he beat Luck. <laughs> yeah, he beat Luck. Yeah, that was crazy. And then uh no, he did he did really fucking well. Did you see the dodgeball? That's, no, I did not. I think he got five out of the six people in the last round. Dude's a beast. Yeah, he's a beast, dude. He's killing it. Like, my God, calm down, dude. He didn't drop a single pass in the in the pass challenge or whatever, the catch challenge. Jesus. Didn't drop a single one. Dude's a machine. Dude's a monster. I mean, he's on our team. We got one, guys. Just let us have this one, all right? Um, back to the news. Next up, Europa Halo asks a question to the community. And I quote, Next Halo 3 tourney. Would you welcome teams from outside the EU region to our Europa Halo tournaments, a.k.a. North America, Asia, etc.? I think the poll may have concluded and it was an overwhelming no. So... I think that comes down to server issues. Well, not only that, but, like, even I don't want... I don't want Europa Halo to open it. Like, we talk about how we love competition, right? I do. Wholeheartedly. But... And I am a I am a firm believer that the only way you're going to get better is if you play against the best, okay, or just people better than you. But when you're trying to build back up this community that has been kind of faltered, you know, in a sense, to when when Halo Three came back, there was a huge resurgence, right? We're riding that momentum wave. We're building things back up. I say keep it closed off just to EU only for your region, right? You, you create those rivalries, you create those matchups, you create those better teammates, so on and so forth. Maybe you have squads formed from it that can then take the powerhouses to North America. Whatever it may be. I like the idea of keeping it closed off right now. Maybe in the future, open it up. But that's what I'll say there. And then, the last piece of news not going to get too into detail about it, but there is a news article for reporting games and game time procedures by Ragemore Nerd. This is for the AGLA, the America Griffball League of America. Will, you can go ahead and check everything out in that article in the show notes of the Google Doc of the show. The one thing I wanted to talk about here, because we're going to talk about it on week after week, the regular season schedule has been posted it is in that article. Check it out. You can check out the upcoming matches. It's going to be a good time. Will, that is going to do it for the news. Will, you know what that means. What do we got for some scrims, Will? There's a... Uh... No scrims because teams have been playing on that MCC, which there's no API, so we can't track the teams that are playing. See, this is another instance where we should just take this out too. But I'm afraid that as soon as we do, like, it, it official scrims are going to be a, a thing somehow. But I'm fine with just taking it out for the time being. We could just take it out, and if we have it, we have it. Bada bing, bada boom. Will, what do we got for some tournament recaps? All right, we're going to start off with the Halo Draft League. We have one note about roster changes. And at the time, it was breaking news. A little bit later now. Uh, one of the top players in the league statistically 
Laser Me Tort, has been released by Infusion so that he can focus on academics. Infusion has acquired Mirage JK as his replacement. So, understanding? Yeah. Definitely, uh, guy wants to fork focus on his uh schoolwork good to good on him hell yeah uh mirage jk you better step your game up and take that place <laughs> just saying is this is this is this you competing in the am i mirage jk mirage fire yeah <laughs> no <laughs> i am not thought you uh snuck into a league on me no you know what you know what i just thought of i thought of the uh the fucking psp commercials with what was his name marcus from uh is he in Sweet Life of Zack and Cody? Was that him? I, PSP, step your game up! Oh gosh, it's been so long. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Though? I remember that commercial, but I don't know. I can't picture the person at all. Or was he from That's So Raven? Oh my god. Either Wave way. of nostalgia right now. Continue on, Will. Okay. So that player changes been made. Here we go. Matches that happened. And here we go. Stay Trippin' versus Casually Filthy. Rosters for Stay Trippin' is Benji, Floppy, Floppy, however you want to say it, LD50, and Nathan Bacon. And Casually Filthy includes Abstract Kid, Veronica, Takedown, and Hero Walrus. Here we go. Game 1, Capture the Flag on Refuge. 3-0 going to Stay Trippin'. Game 2 is Slayer on Plaza. 50 to 38 going to stay tripping and game three was strongholds on the rig 100 to 47 going to stay tripping series score three zero stay tripping um to note in stats ld50 of stay tripping was consistently laying down the damage and the kills for the team over the entire series looking like a powerhouse he was all right next up we had safeties off versus casually filthy uh, the roster for safeties off, to remind you, is Pro Shot, Holic, I'm a Tooth, okay, and Nader Hater. It's a great name. I'm a Tooth? Or Nader, Nader Hater. Hater. <laughs> I thought you were talking about I'm a Tooth. I'm like, what the? Anyway, game one, capture the flag on Fathom was 3-2 going to safeties off. Game two, Slayer on Plaza, 50-44 to 44, going to casually filthy. Game three with Strongholds on Eden. Very close one. 100-99 going to safeties off. Game four was an oddball on Eden. 150 to 146, another close match going to Casually Filthy. Game five, here it is, all the marbles on the line. Slayer on truth, 50 to 43, going to Casually Filthy. They take the series three to two. To note, Veronica of Casually Filthy was playing lights out in the last two games of the series, having over a 10.0 KD in both games. KDA. KDA, sorry. Yeah. If it was KD, that'd be fucking bonkers. KDA. Yes. I missed the letter. It's okay. It's my bad. <laughs> it's all good. Next up, Infusion versus Scars Esports. Rosters of Infusion is Mirage. Is it? Pri- I'm just going to say Pride. Uh, Ream Seamer and Massacre. Love Ream Seamer. <laughs> it's a great name too. Um, to note, Church was out due to medical reasons. Church, hope you're doing okay. Um, Scars Esports included Lava, Fireboy, Fluriously, and Collapse. And here we go. Game one, capture the flag on Kali. 3-0 going to Scars Esports. Game 2, Slayer on Truth, 40-18. to Interesting. Oh, it's after the replay. So I'm assuming they had a 10-kill lead and they flipped yeah. it to a replay. Yep. So Scars, 40-18. to Game 3 with Strongholds on Plaza. This 
was 121 going to Scars Esports. Scars takes it 3-0. To, to note, on this series, Flurry of Scars asserted absolute dominance with the entire series. The, 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 the entire series. There we go. Um, next, we have No Mercy versus Spellbound Gaming. Rosters of No Mercy includes Why Not Be Reckless, Groom, Splattered, and Haze. Spellbound is QX, Blues Who's, Nikolai, and Old Master Lau. Game 1, Capture the Flag on Fathom. 2-1 to one going to Spellbound Gaming. Game 2, Slayer on Coliseum. 50-31 to 31 going to No Mercy. Game 3 was Strongholds on Eden. This was 162 going to Spellbound Gaming. And Game 4 was Oddball on Echelon. 150-28 going to Spellbound Gaming for a series score of 3-1 to one going to Spellbound, Spellbound Gaming. Uh, Nikolai Spellbound was consistently performing well. He had a great slaying ability while also staying alive. And of course, just, of course just putting down damage and critical shots. Uh, just doing a great job being a teammate. Things taken away from all these series, there's like sp- usually one specific player who was just outperforming against the rest. And I think that might be just the style of the league, the yeah, way that it the, works yep. with the point system and yep. you know, uh, giving those, basing the point system off the ranking system and all that stuff. So, yep. And that's nothing against the ability of the other players. It's just something that was noticed. So, VODs will be included within the Google Doc of the show notes for all these series if you want to go check them out. If anything, you definitely need to see that safety's off, casually filthy series. Yeah, the closest. It was insane. It was absolutely insane. Definitely check out that series. It was great. Josh, what do we got next? Next up, we have the Halo Wars Tournament Central HWCL Tournament Number 1 results. First place went to Almirante99, a name we have seen quite often in the Halo Wars Tournament space. Second place went to Rock Generation, another name we have seen quite often in the Halo Wars Tournament space. Third place went to EOD Spartan underscore Seb. Fourth went to That Boy Nathan. Fifth through eighth was Jedi, Agonized Storm, LGP Major, and Happy Joey 752471. Those numbers are very important. Ninth through 16th, we had Mr. Waffles. Ali Kuklu. I have no idea if I said that correctly. Mar007BR. Filet. Dorito, AK74FU2. <laughs> Hero Absolution. L Hex Zero? How did we say that name before? Do you remember? I think it was L Hex Zero. All right. And then Mighty Hoax. And then 17th through the 21st, we had Kiwi Kest. Oh, Quickest. That's what it is. Ah, it's Quickest. Nice, I nice. got it. I said to read it again. Ventilation, Super Smithy 911, Allied Frazier 7, and Albundi's Vader. A bracket, along with both VODs, will be included. In the show notes of the Google Doc of the show. Will, take it away. All right, next we have the Europa Halo, Halo 3 FFA tournament results. Um, here we go. We'll start from the bottom up. Eighth place went to ADZ with 43 kills, 61 deaths, 40 assists. Seventh went to Flux, 57 kills, 29 assists, 65 deaths. Sixth went to Snipe Drone. 63 kills, 24 assists, 60 deaths. Fifth went to Havoc. 64 kills, 27 assists, 62 deaths. Fourth went to Snipel. This was 67 kills, 39 assists, and 68 deaths. Third went to Haulers. 68 kills, 25 assists, 63 deaths. Second went to Blizz. 69 kills, 28 assists, and 62 deaths. And in first place, a name you might recognize, Jimbo 
taking it home with 70 kills, 28 assists, and 60 deaths. Will, did you see how close first through fourth are? Yeah, just a, a few kills. One kill between first and second, one kill between second and third, and one kill between third and fourth. Absolutely crazy. That came down to the wire. I'm sure they were freaking out at the end. They I were. would have been. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, on to the next one, Josh. I love that Jay-Z song. On to the next one. I wrapped it at my wedding. So I was there for it. You were. <laughs> if you ever want, if you ever never wanted to hear Josh rapping at his own wedding, that all happened in a sentence. So, is, is there a video anywhere? I feel like someone probably took somebody a video. probably did. I have no idea where it is. Fair if enough. it actually exists, I love that song though. Also, shout out to the new uh, "Bring Me the Horizon" record. Okay, you're a fan. It is 100% different than their old stuff, but not in a bad way like I thought it was going to be. I don't think, um, I've heard some mixed things about it. Yeah, it's, the opinions are definitely mixed. And I haven't listened to it myself, so I don't want to give any... So, have you listened to their old stuff? Not really. Their old stuff is very heavy. Like, very heavy. And then they came out with Watch the Throne, I think is what their album before this one is. And they, like, completely changed their sound. To a very like melodramatic, emo-ish type post-hardcore thing. Okay. I don't know how to really explain it. They kind of went more poppy in a sense. Then they came out with this, which is called Ammo. A-M-O. And like it's it's got some EDM shit in there too. It's weird. It's and they even say that the people of the band say it's weird. It's a weird album, but it's it's really good. I like it a lot. Very divisive. Okay. And then also. Last song, like, shout out to uh, the new Vampire Weekend tracks that came out. Six years. Six years since they've come out with new music. Phenomenal. If you guys have not listened to Vampire Weekend, oh my lord, they are good. Okay. Sorry. Again, off topic. Microsoft Store Halo 3 2v2 results, Will. But guess what? Hmm. Luckily for both of us, and unluckily for both of us, the brackets are nowhere to be found because, to my knowledge, they're not on Smash.gg anymore. Therefore, the only thing I could do is find as much results as I could using the hashtag Microsoft Store Halo on Twitter. So if people use that hashtag, I would find those results, and that's it. So ladies and gentlemen, here are the results that we found. In Pennsylvania... First place went to Display HCS and World Famous. Second place went to a team called G-Man Sucks. And third place went to a team called Steve Biscuit. In Chicago, first place went to Soldier Kid and Super Saiyan. And in Texas, first place went to Tarzan and TF Downfall. And the Mixer VOD from the official Halo stream will be included in the show notes of the Google Doc of the show. So, let me say a disclaimer here. Before we get to closing out the show. I am trying to find where these brackets are because we want to give the players who did well, the players who got the first and second places, their time on the show. We want to give them the shout out that they deserve for competing and and placing as well as they did. It just sucks when I can't get them. So this is a, this is kind of a, a call out to 
either smash.gg, if anyone listens that is a part of that, or just anybody that manages the brackets being created from Microsoft themselves or 343 or whatever. Please get back on the ball on doing that because we do pay attention and it's fucking annoying when I can't find them. Here's my hot take for the day, Will. Will, are you ready for some shout outs? Yes, sir. Got a few for you. First up, sh- uh, shout out to Ubernick. He did a 24-hour Halo stream. Oh, hot damn. This is my jam. He kept it party until the AM. <laughs> he put his hands up in the air, 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 <laughs> So yeah, shout out to Ubernick on getting that. That's awesome. Um, shout out to everyone for helping us reach over 500 followers on Twitter. I imagine we're going to lose some now from that air, air. <laughs> Okay, regardless, thank you guys. It really does mean a lot. Um, fucking awesome. You guys are great. And uh, we love you. And next up, and finally, shout out to everybody who joined in on the community play date. It was a lot last weekend. Um, I hope you all had as much fun as we did. Then we, we almost had a full 16 at one point. Almost, yep. We had 14, I think, at one point. Yeah. Yeah, so thank you guys, everybody, for joining in. It was a hell of a fucking blast. Um, I can't wait to do it again this weekend. It's going to be so much fun. And I said it before. I'll say it again. For those listening right now, for those in the Discord, for those on Twitter, it doesn't matter. I'm going to say it right here. I'm going to say it right now. If you have a game type, like a custom game type that you would like played, a fun one, maybe BK, maybe uh, whatever it may be, something fun that you have, um, let us know what it is. If it's a If it's a mode and map combination, let us know what they are. You can let us know on Twitter. You just link to them. You can let us know on Discord. We have an LFG group in there. You can post it all in there. I'll compile a list of everything that everyone has. And depending upon the groups that we have for the community playdate, we can play these custom games. We can play some MLG settings. We can play matchmaking. We can do whatever we want to do. So let us know what you like. But yeah, Will... That's going to do it for the show. It's what do we got for the community creations? All right. We got a bunch for you this week. So let's get into it. Uh, we have Puckett's top 10 plays of the week. Number three over on YouTube. Go check out the video. I already watched it. It's great. A lot of crazy stuff happening over on Halo. Uh, we have Paradise Halo. How denial spawn trap talks for an overtime victory found on Noob Combo. Another YouTube video to check out. We have Skillshot Media at the UGC Halo Classic found on NoobCombo.com as well. He's got a ton of good stuff. Uh, we have Eli X hits insane clip in Halo 3 over on Twitter. Did you see this clip? I did not see this one. Per- you, you need to see it. It's going to go in. Uh, I think it's going to go with Puck, Puckett's next video. You think so? He, he, I think he said it is. Awesome. Um, we have a Lux Gaming UGC blog post by Lux Halo. Check that out. We have Halo Clips Week 1 winner announced over on Twitter. Congrats to at Skittle Piddle. for being our first week's champion. Enjoy your reward. What another great gamer tag. Um... Next up, we have officially dominant FFA, like vetoed. It's a Halo 5 by uh, video by Halo, uh, by Paradise Halo found on NoobCombo.com. Some more Halo 5 action for you. We have Meme Monday over on Reddit. Couldn't, it wouldn't be a community creations segment without it. Uh, unless I forget it. <laughs> we have The Pit, episode 16, Halo Classic recap over on YouTube. And finally, last but not least, we have... Razzed Up Ice, Halo 5 montage. He labeled it MK4 over on YouTube. Go check it out. 
That's all I got. That's all we got for the week. I'm sure there was many more, much more out there, but we 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 got what we could. I did. It. I I think I found. I think we found basically everything there was out there. There's a lot. I think we did it. Yeah. Yeah. I think we did. All right. But Will, there's one last thing we need to talk about. Uh, what's that? And I know we're running long, so bear with me. The next topic for next week, Will. You're like an 11 right now. I need you. <laughs> you need me take it down to like a fucking three or a four. Yeah. No, no. What, what, do, we, what do we have for next week, Josh? So Mewtwo, um, not, not to be confused with the actual Pokemon Mewtwo, but Mewtwo on Twitter <laughs> put out a tweet that I really love. Um, and I think he's done these in the past, but uh, it's, it's a tweet where unpopular opinion and and then a, a thing after it, like so you you put an unpopular opinion of the thing that's asked for, right? Mm-hmm. This time it's Halo. So he put out a tweet, unpopular opinion, Halo edition. Where and so in as a reply to that tweet or as a retweet of that tweet, they would comment they would comment with a unpopular opinion of Halo. Okay, so like you're I'm seeing a lot of a lot of crazy shit in there, um, and I saw that and I'm like that's a great idea. For a topic of the show. Because, you, Will, you know how much I love my hot takes. Alright? So why not give the community their opportunity for their own hot takes on our show? Mewtwo? Not to be confused with Pokemon. Thank you for putting this tweet out there. We're going to take that as an inspiration. And that's going to be our topic for next week. So what we are asking of you, dear listener is to provide us your hot takes, your unpopular opinions about anything and everything Halo-related. What I ask, though, is that you keep it confined to, like, one or two, and you can elaborate a little further on those. We don't have all day. Okay, let's be real here. We got we got lives, we got to eat food, we got our significant others to go look after, you know how it goes, all right? But I am so interested into hearing what you guys have about, like, you have to say about Halo as a whole. We all know how much I fucking despise Reach in some scenarios. Okay? And I've already seen some in the Discord. If you're not part of the Discord, you should be. Will's gonna plug it soon. But I've seen some in there, and they're great already. I've seen some in this reply to this thread. They've been amazing so far. I can't wait to discuss them next week. So, Will, get your hot takes ready. Oh, yeah. I'm not the hot take guy. Oh, you're coming in hot with the hot takes. Oh, boy. I can't wait. I really can't wait, man. It's going to be great. I'm not going to be the only one with hot takes anymore. It's going to be fantastic. You're going to rant for hours. I'm going to listen to the community rant for hours. This is incredible. All right. That's, yeah, that's it. That's going to be, that's going to be our next topic for next week's show. So, please provide any and all that you got keep it clear and concise and we'll talk about them on the show and uh please be civil to one another out there yeah that's that's a given if you're not we're not going to read your shit okay it's as simple as that but uh no it's it's all in good fun right you know we've we've been with the series you came in with five mainly but you're getting into these older ones like i've been playing it for a very long time our community members have been playing it for probably a really long time as well and so it, it's just nice to get all those different opinions out there. Like, how you really feel about this? You know? Because, you know, 
everybody loves to, there are people that love to bitch on the internet, right? But then you also have your people who are reserved like us. We don't go out there. We don't start shit or anything like that. We just keep our opinions to ourselves. Treat others how you'd like to be treated, right? But sometimes you got that hot take. You just got to let people know. You got to let the world know. So let us know so we can share it with others. It's going to be great. Will, that's all I actually got. So without further ado, would you please? Eh, I don't know if you're ready yet. Are you, are, you, are you ready though, Will? Are you ready to plug the show, Will? Took you long enough. <laughs> you can find us on your favorite podcast services. Just search for HES Protogra. We are on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify. I'll start out Pocket Cast Pocket as well. Gas! For Josh. Leave Woo! us a review. Josh is off the rails. I don't know what's going on here, guys. Leave us a review and let others know about the show. Join our Discord. Join the community discussion. Lots of great things going on over there. Lots of great Halo talk, life talk, other games, whatever you may need. You can find it there. Um, We've been talking about the weather. Yeah. How cold it is in Minnesota. And how much I like it hot. And sweaty. And moist. <laughs> no, you did it. Um, link will be included in the Google Doc that we put in the show notes area, wherever you may find the episode. Um, if you'd like to join our Xbox Club and Spartan Company, that's how we get everyone into these community playdates. It's nice to know that everyone's in one area. Invites can be easily sent and found. Um, what else we got? We are on the social medias. You can find us over at Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. We're on Mixer, and we even have our Esportspedia page. Just search for HCS Pro Talk on all those platforms. And that's going to do it. Josh. Yes, Will. Close out the show. Ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for episode 57 of HCS Pro Talk. We want to thank you very much for listening. We hope you enjoyed yourselves as much as we enjoy recording this show each and every Monday, which posts every Tuesday. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it. We'll see you next week for our hot take episode. I can't wait to do it. It's going to be great. But until then, bye bye <laughs>